Welcome, America. Welcome to Boots on the Street Podcast. I'm your host, the Red Baron, the one and only calling out of Columbia, South Carolina. Welcome to our show. It's season two. That's right. It's season two. We over 180 episodes in. Welcome. I got the largest podcast show in the state of South Carolina and the most popular podcast show because I bring y'all information and video footage live and direct uncut. I don't care what anybody has to say. I don't walk on eggshell. I speak the truth. Once again, I'm your host, the Red Baron. Let's get it in. Well, look, America, y'all know I've been down to the protest uh, that took place the other week. Rest in peace, George Floyd. And just to give a quick view of why I thought about what took place down there. I, st- I went down there Saturday and I was there from the beginning when the crowd marched to the police station. And what I saw was uh, a lot of angry youth. And they had every right to be angry, America. I mean, we lost the life of an innocent man. I don't care what people say he might have had a criminal record. That's not the case. It's not the narrative. You're talking to prior law enforcement. If I were to put my neck on some juvenile or at the prison where I worked at or whatever, on somebody's neck like that, I would have been terminated and they would have had me on TV because I would have been arrested here in Columbia, South Carolina. But I saw the protesters, you know, yeah, they got turned up. Y'all have to keep in mind, this generation is young, very emotional. We're over 10 decades in of homes not having two parents in there. So our young men and women are not seeing stable parenting. They're growing up in broken homes. I'm not talking about the black community. I'm talking about the white community, the Hispanic community. I'm talking about a generation. So yes, it was emotional, but they had a reason to be emotional. I mean, if you look, if you look around in America now, and I love my country, if you look around in America right now, you will see we're living in hell. Police brutality, COVID-19 on the rise again. The shit never left. And it's spreading even more. And guess what? It's June. And for those of y'all who don't live in the South, we got 90 degrees weather. My media manager in Pakistan has COVID-19 and he's 29 years old. No pre-existing illnesses. Healthy. So we're going to talk about the times that we are living in. And where do we go from here? COVID-19 on the rise. Police brutality out of control. And you know what? To you cops, you know all eyes is on you right now. Why are you still snatching people out the car, busting out their windows and tasering them? Hold on. (coughs) Pardon me, America. I was cooking. Got some jerk season on. Making me sneeze. But why are you still being aggressive? You must not want your job. You must not want your job. You still slamming women around in the streets. And you know, I done heard a lot of narrative. People talk about, well, black people do this and that. Well, let me tell you something. I'm an urban conservative. I was lieutenant in the state guard. Prior law enforcement. I have a master's degree. Raised my family. Never been in trouble with the law besides mild tickets or whatever. How do a cop know I'm a good person if he pulled me over and all he sees is color? Is there a special badge I'm supposed to wear that say, hey, uh, officer, uh, be careful when handling me. I'm a good Negro. 
I got the good Negro badge on. Special sticker, go on my license plate. Officer, don't feel threatened. This is a good Negro license plate. See, the people that say that are culturally and racially insensitive. Like I said, like, I, I stand for justice for everybody. Because we all got to live in this country together. I don't stand for white people being treated bad or black or Hispanics being treated bad or gays. We all got to be neighbors. We all got to live with each other. So where do we go from here? Our country need a healing. A serious healer. And right now, even though I voted for Trump myself, I don't see Trump as that guy to heal this nation. You left us stranded in the time where we needed leadership. You ran and hid in a bunker. That's coward shit. Now, I don't know where some of you from that's listening to this show, but I'm born and raised in New York. The streets of New York. Rockland County, 845. Spring Valley, New York. Now, in my era, I might be a little older season. I got the gray hair. In my era, my era. If you got beef with somebody and you stay locked up in a house and calling people phones and talking shit about them while you locked up, hidden in the house somewhere, in my era, you are labeled as a bitch ass. A bitch ass. A punk, a coward. You can't show your face. My mother, after I done fought with a bunch of people and I ain't never hid in the house. My mom would not let me hide in the house or my dad. They'd be like, you got to get your ass out of the street and fight them one-on-one. Do what you got to do. And that's why I got to learn how to squabble from them. That's why I don't fear no damn body either. But what Trump did hide in a bunker was a coward move. I can't respect that, my dude. I don't respect the fact how you handle this virus. And I find it funny. You got all these Republican states opening it up. Stores, movie theaters, every damn thing they could think of. But if you notice, people of color are coming down with this virus higher than white people. And I believe if white people were catching this virus and dying in larger numbers, shit would still be closed around here. But since it's us black folks and colored folks, and what I mean by black, uh, they're just a broad term, but we talk about Hispanics, Middle Easterns, Mediterranean people, people of color like that. It's us that's getting sick and ill. But back to the police brutality, we're living in changing times. The young generation say, look, we've been putting up with social injustice in our mother era and their and their mother era, my grandparent era. We're not going to live like this in this country. We will burn shit down and tear it up and we will fight for social injustice because we're not going to live another 20 years. This country is not going to make it 20 years. We're not going to go through another civil rights movement, another black power movement. We, we're not. This country is not going to make it. And the youth is going to roll on the old people. Now, I, I've been on a, a guest star on a few podcast shows lately talking about police stuff and everything. And one girl keeps saying we need to be willing to listen to our elders. But I said, that sounds fine and dead. But what happened when your damn elders are the ones that's fucked up? The elders are the one that didn't solve the problem. The elders are the one that told us in the 80s, you got to act white, talk white, dress white. Your hair texture is bad. That came from our elders. You got to assimilate into white America. That came from my elder. I even heard that in high school in New York. Don't wear dreads. Don't talk like this. Don't drive this car. What that does is give black Americans uh, and any other person that's of color in America a schizophrenic mentality. Because now you think that every time you're around white people, you have to think, act a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. Look, I'm the same motherfucker right now 
that I am at Nightcap Bar or anywhere else you come across the Red Bear on the golf range, I'm the same damn guy. In bed, whatever. Church, whatever. Mosque, whatever. I'm the same guy. I ain't got time to have no damn schizophrenic behavior. Oh, hey, how you guys doing today? You guys want some Skittles? I ain't got time for that shit. You either like me for who I am or you need to go on about your business. The elderly did not nip this thing called racism in the butt. They didn't. And I don't think we need one particular group of people leading us. That was got us in the fucking problem to begin with. Right now, everybody need to be working on themselves, bettering themselves, being the best version of themselves. And what that means is, A, take care of your health. You can't be a revolutionary if your ass got fucking diabetes and high blood pressure. You just can't. You can't be out there trying to march and you got high blood pressure you faint and fall out on the fucking ground. You're going to get trampled. Get your money up. Economy is bad. It's almost a depression out here. But the little pennies you got, I don't care if it's $30 at your check, keep saving it. Take care of yourself financially and economically. Learn to be an entrepreneur if you have the skills, talent, and drive and motivation to be an entrepreneur. But everybody cannot be an entrepreneur in the black community. This shit's never going to happen. You have to be able to focus. You can't, like I told these young lads, you cannot be an entrepreneur if your ass is tied up in child support court. All your money is going toward child support. Work on yourself. That goes to the next thing. Family. Family, family, family. A research study shows that millennials are staying together longer than their parents and their grandparents were. Why? Because we get it. We learn how to see people for who they are. We don't have to force them to be something they're not. And we tend to do a little bit more investigation with the people that we date and with social media stuff before we get head over heels and, and then find out they're, they're a nasty person. But family is very important. Even if you're divorced and separated, you need to be bonded with your kids some type of way. I don't care if it's through text message, face chat, visiting. You got to bond with your kids. Your kids need to know both sides of their family, where their family come from, what their health situation is. Just because we're not together don't mean we have to hate each other. Your host of Red Baron is separated. Yeah, I got a gorgeous new girlfriend and stuff, and we get along, we see eye to eye. But even with my ex-wife... Even with my ex-wife, I do all I can. I don't raise my voice at her. I don't curse her. I'm patient with her even when she get on my nerves sometimes. But when they say it takes a village to raise a child, we have to be that village in my family with our kids. Just because we didn't make it as a couple, that does not give us the right to tear each other down, block phone calls, block us from seeing kids. Look, we live in an era now. How are we going to have a strong black community and our own black people can't even get along with each other? Starting in a damn household. At odds with each other. Before we even talk about economics, we have to get along in the house. We have to say, look, we ain't make it. We still going to get along with each other for the sake of the kids. And and uh, if we are together as a couple, we got to be ride or die. Queen and slim. We got to ride or die for each other. We got to ride or die for each other. We have to have strong family in the black community. That is a, a very big thing. Next thing, education. Education just don't start at the school system. It starts in your house. You have to make additional time to teach your kids the things that really are important. Get the hell off of that love and hip-hop. Get off of that bullshit crap, the Kardashians and all that. You need to be taking time. And if you don't know what the hell expose your kids to, go find some black men or women that could expose your kids to the things they need to know. Take them to the African shops in your community. 
to the African bookstores in your community. Here is Spinks Paw. Let them read books on the Moors or uh, books by Farrakhan or books on black history and culture before slavery. They came before Columbus. Let them read books like that. Especially dealing with black boys. I remember in the 80s, America, when you had so many conscious groups in New York, you had the 5% of the Nation of God's Earth, shout out. You had the Morris Science Temple. You had the Nation of Islam. You had the Rastas. Shout out to the Rastas. You have uh, the Israelites. So many different schools of conscious thoughts. Orthodox Muslim. And when I grew up, the music represented the time. You had X-Clan, Brand Nubian, N.W.A. I mean, the list goes on and on of conscious rappers. Uh, Jungle Brothers, Queen Latifah, De La Soul, Moni Love, Big Daddy Kane. All these people dropping knowledge and science. Poor Righteous Teachers. All these groups. Public Enemy. All these groups that had songs out representing the time we live in. Not one rapper put out a song with all this madness going on in the street with protested and, and police brutality again. Not one rapper put out a song that represented the time that we're living in. But back then, I wanted to be part of the conscious movement even as a kid. I'm like, yo, I, yo, you heard the five percenters? Heard the thing, they got something called mathematics. And we, we didn't know shit really about it, but we tried to walk around and get the, get the knowledge, get the science behind it. I eventually converted over to uh, Islam at one point, but my first school of thought that I was intro, uh, introduced to was the Rastas. In Spring Valley, New York. Downtown Spring Valley. I used to go down there as a little kid, like eight or seven years old. And I used to go in their store and they had the big roster hat, the Tams and the leather hats, and the travel fox shoes on, and that old school reggae playing and stuff. I was like, man, what are you? We roster mine. And I got exposed to that school of thought at an early age, right along with other things. But we need to start even parents exposing our kids back to the old school school of thoughts. You ain't got to participate fully in it, but you should have a knowledge of what these groups stand for. These groups helped gave us an identity. It encouraged us to be better people, to be more educated, to be more well-read, to be more well-spoken. It taught us knowledge of self, who we are as a race on the inside. We need to get back to that. These groups are still around. Join one, learn about one, learn all of them. If you don't join one, learn all of them. Take a little bit from each one of them. There's something great in all of them. But we got to start teaching our kids better things. Education, just don't start in school. Uh, if your child in middle school, they need, you need to, if he don't want to go to college, you need to prep him for uh, tech. I think they call it in certain states. Basically learning job skills. Learning how to, how to uh, he might go to technical school and become an HVAC technician or a plumber. But we need to start teaching our kids this. We need to teach our kids that college is not the only route. Education is good to have. I sure do have it. And I have skilled trades underneath my belt. Plumbing and uh, hanging sheetrock and drywall and a degree in building construction management. Learn it all. We got like we sitting around here going downtown. Mayor, the the storefront needs a new window or a new door. No, you get them boys in the neighborhood that's not doing shit. You get your pickup truck, put them on the back, get some tools, and you teach them how to put up a door, how to install a new door, or how to do some electrical wire, or how to do basic plumbing. Bring them underneath the house with you. Have them put the little light on their forehead, showing what tools are used for what. We have to get into that. We have to be self-reliant. I know some people say, we need reparations. Yes, you need reparations, but if your mind not in the right place, whatever money you get, you're going to blow it and lose it. 
We need to be teaching our community how to be self-reliant. We need to teach our community self-love, discipline, structure. Men need rules, women need guidance. You know, somebody told me, uh, we need our black men to protect us. Girlfriend, black men can't protect their own damn self right now. That's why we got this George Floyd funeral. And that's nothing against him. They're running down on our asses out here in these streets. They are running down on us. But what you can do starting in your house, the revolution can start right in your own home. It can start with, hey, date with a science. Just don't date that guy because he got a big dick, curly hair, green eyes, and he look like Al B. Sure. Just don't date him because of that. You need to find a man that, that's going somewhere, doing something. That's not being a gold digger. And the brother's the same thing. Don't date that girl because she just got a big booty. And you find out she got a potty mouth, she's ratchet, and all type of stuff. But the sex is made. No, that's how we're going to have these kids out of wedlock. And they all over the place. Date with a science. Date people for their intellect and for who they are on the inside and the potential to grow and build a strong foundation and kingdom within your own home. That's our responsibility as a race, as parents, as a people. Then, you know, next topic coming up, America, we're talking about community policing. What do that look like? Defunding the police, what does that look like? Here in South Carolina, our police officers, you can't tell they're between them and military. They got on 511 BDUs. They got a 511 tactical boots with gloves, gas masks, all this other stuff that they're rolling around with. And they done militarized the police force. They got tanks, assault tanks that carry like 12 men in it, but they got guns on top. All this stuff. Let me tell you something. When I pay my taxes here in South Carolina on my car, I go ahead and look at it, and a large portion of my money is going towards the police force. So I'm paying for a cop that has the potential to whip my ass or disrespect me or make me feel unsafe. No, that the majority of our taxpayer dollars should be going to the school systems. Giving our kids better opportunity to be educated and competitive in today's society. Not to some fake-ass Rambo white boy want to run around and blast every damn thing in sight. Defunding the police, we, we could start by saying, all right, on this street, there's only 15 police officers in this community. That's all we need. 15 to run it. 15 to run it. Next community, 10 based on the side of the community, you just you select the officer you need. And they stay in their jurisdiction and they don't ever leave out of their jurisdiction. That gives an opportunity to get to know the residents and the people around them. And that maybe they'll be uh, more cautious about how they putting their knees on people's neck and everything if it's just 15 of them versus thousands of them. We have to move different. Or just get rid of fucking police at, in total. Just hire private security officers. Because right now, cops are not serving and protecting. That's the least of the damn thing they do. They're not serving and protecting. They cursing you out, taking shots at you, assaulting you, saying things that ain't got nothing to do with their raggedy ass. Look, let me tell you something. Go sit your behind down. I agree with defunding the cops. Create private security or little hubs. So, 
We have work to do. Economics, health. You got to take care of your health. So you can't be fat out here. And when you, they cut you, you bleed Kool-Aid. You can't be out here doing that, America. Especially black, but you can't do that. You, know, you got to take care of yourself. I don't care if you go to the gym maybe three hours out of a whole week. Go take care of yourself. It's your body. Love yourself. How can you have other people love you and you don't even love your own self? A revolution start today. You know how many black people get shot? Because they can't even run? Because they're so overweight? I love my community. I love my people. Don't ever get that twisted. But before we go ahead and start talking about buying land and all this other stuff, we got to get in-house right. Because in-house not right, you start buying land and then y'all get a divorce, that person going to take that property from you. And just let it sit there and rot. We got to get our house right. We got to get our minds right through meditation, eating healthy, stop all these fast food places with grease in it. Some of y'all at these jobs just eat horrible. Especially the females, horrible. They just stuff everything in their damn mouth. Then they spend half the day at the damn job shitting. Self-love. Love thyself. Work on yourself spiritually. That's not going to protect you from the cop, but give you a peace of mind on where you need to go from here. Where do we go as a race, as a people, as a nation? Which direction do we go in? But I think a lot of people are protesting just not because of George Floyd. I think a lot of people protested out of frustration with the unemployment rate being like almost 6 million or 5 million people out of work. Come on, man. That's too high. That's way too high. People are out here struggling. And now that, it takes forever for unemployment to cut a damn check. I'm not going to hold you out too long. I'm your host, The Red Baron. Go on my Facebook page and see my live video podcast uh, with uh, some other people. Um, I'm in the trenches. I need for y'all to stay active. We don't need no Instagram or Twitter uh, fake activists that just want to tweet memes and little cute little things, but they won't go out and put their life on the front line. I've been on the front line. I've been out there, like I said, with the gear, tear gas shooting on me and everything. I've been out there. But we need more black men that are out there. I'm seeing white women, white men, and a lot of black women. There's black men there too, but we need more. More representation, and we cannot be sitting out here and letting our women handle every damn thing on the front line. Ladies, stop dragging your damn men to uh, family court. Because these white women get paid off of your misery. Then they go take a nice elaborate vacation. You done fucked the bag up at home. Now you and your kids sit here watching staticky ass TV. I love y'all. You can tune in to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM. I'm your host, The Red Baron. We got more live shows coming. Uh, and this was just a topic. Of, I was just randomly thinking. Thinking. I just want to talk to y'all what was on my mind. And where do we go as a nation? And how can we nation build and, and better ourselves? So to get past this show on to your family and friends, we need more people to dialogue on these topics. These are not one night stand. I don't want to see this damn movement fade. This movement need to go in the next month. Like I said, co- black men don't get a fucking break in America. You can only run so far at the job because the job say you can only run so far. You can only have one beer. You can only do this. You can only do it. It's just, ah, I'm glad I moved on from there. But anyway, I'm your host, The Red Baron. Thank you for tuning in to Boots on the Street Podcast. I love you guys.